bad lighting. They still hadn't done anything to it. A year in, they'd done nothing. Why not? Joe would say if she saw it. Isn't that Nathan's area of expertise? Someone else's grimy farmhouse kitchen. She hadn't expected to find Nathan here, boiling a kettle, unable to sleep. It wasn't that kind of a room, not the heart of the home. It hadn't been that for the farmer anyway a man with oddly dyed hair and greasy clothes stiff with dirt. He might have been fifty or seventy. Fran hadn't been able to tell. No wife, he'd said from under a lowered brow, as if to explain the kitchen. Women don't like the farm in life. Although to Fran that had seemed the least of it. There was a front door set at the centre of the house's handsome facade, with a wide hall behind it and an ancient cavernous fireplace, but they still hadn't managed to get the door open in its Adam-pillared surround. Damp had swollen it, even the agent had muttered agreement. So they came in and out of the kitchen door instead, a mean little door that opened onto a yard with bolts top and bottom and a big rusty key. She was standing behind it. She put a hand to the door's high frosted pane, feeling how cold it was, the glass, and the kitchen itself. The room had no warm range to keep it cosy. Nathan had said, maybe we can get one put in, to convince her. Maybe when we've got the cash. His clouded eyes making the calculation. Nathan. Under its ugly lighting, the room seemed to crystallise around her. She tried to keep it neat, but things appeared. The mugs on their hooks the tidy pile of newspapers and bills on the table, and Emmy's drawings pinned to the dresser. Roses are red, violets are blue, because she hadn't been able to wait till next Sunday, the day itself. Valentine's. The dirty doormat under her bare feet. She looked down and saw the mat was rucked and askew. She saw boot prints. She registered wet mud on her skin. Leaning on the door, she contemplated the dirty sole of her foot. The bolts had not been shot. She put her hand to the key, but she knew before she turned it that the door was unlocked. She didn't want to open it, to step out into the wide dark that carried all the way to the horizon. Nathan's mud-crusted boots stood beside the mat, and she slid her feet into them, took a coat from the hooks at random. That was Nathan's too, scratchy wool. She didn't want to do the next thing. Why hadn't she looked at the clock's numerals when he came in, to know now how much time had passed? Had she even opened her eyes? She remembered the red light of the alarm. She remembered how deep the dark in the room had been otherwise. She remembered holding herself under as she came, burrowed still in sleep as she lay on her side, with Nathan's weight still behind her and pushing. She remembered thinking, this is the trick. The trick is just to stay quiet to stay inside, eyes closed. And then she came, with an exhalation. She'd let go, drifting into sleep. She remembered the exact weight of his hand on her. Fran stood thinking a moment, as the axe ripples spread. The consequences. Had they? Had he? What about? And then she opened the door. Even in daylight, stepping out here took a conscious effort to keep the spirits from dipping. The sheer emptiness of it made her head ache, the uninterrupted flatness. 
At night it was different. It seemed less empty. It harbored pockets of deeper dark, the outbuildings, a line of poplars, a distant grain silo. Landmarks that by day were dwarfed by the wide, bleached, lovely sky. Invisible in the night, they still seemed to cluster. They offered places of concealment. Emmy had come out to look for an abandoned doll one evening and had run back in whimpering about funny noises, and Nathan had looked up from the sofa. Fran hadn't been able to see his eyes that time, the light reflecting off his reading glasses. She couldn't have said if he was being accusatory, because he had said nothing. And then there'd been a noise from upstairs, Ben in his cot stirring, and she'd run out of the room. The cold was clammy, coating her face in the dark, and she pulled the coat round her. It smelled of him, of Nathan.